for us. Who you got? Who you got? Who you got? No question they're the better team. You are out of your mind if you think they even have a chance in this game. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for yet another week of Who You Got with Jake and Jackson. Jackson and Jake, however you prefer to spin it. I'm Jake Fazy here with my co-host Jackson Graves in the sixth week of the NFL season. And I am Jackson Graves here with my co-host Jake Fazy <laughs> here in the sixth week of the NFL. <laughs> Life has gone pretty good in the NFL this year. We're keeping it tight. I was worried that... At some point, someone was going to jump out to a huge lead and it would be just totally impossible to come back. But so far, we've kept it tethered within one. Currently, the score, Jake 51, Jackson 50. Jake's percentage, 67.11% correct. Jackson 65.79% correct. So we're doing pretty good. We are... A little bit more than a tad over 500. And things are looking good. We got a couple games this week, a couple good games. Um, Jackson, what are you looking forward to in week six? Well, I'm, I'm, for, I'm looking forward to my Raiders having a week off after a, a wonderful win last weekend against a great Kansas City Chiefs team, you know? Yeah. I'm looking forward to them being able to sit down and just – Really, really think about how amazing that win was for for an extra week. Yeah, the uh, the Chiefs just <laughs> I had to bring it up. They uh, they didn't they don't like playing against divisional teams. Um, they didn't like playing against the Chargers. That's yeah. why they only beat them by uh, three. Uh, they didn't like playing against the Raiders. Uh, that's why they let them catch a win against a decent team. And then the Raiders, you know, they're gonna take a week. They're gonna do like the Raiders do. They're gonna just bask in their lucky win. And they're going to be caught off guard whenever week 11 rolls around and they get smacked upside the head. But the Chiefs have a tough game this week. Why don't we start off with our picks that are not the games that we disagreed on this week? Change it up a little bit. Change it up a little bit. Okay. Okay. So this game was supposed to be Thursday. No longer Thursday. Shout out COVID. But the Chiefs and Bills, Jackson and I both did go with the Chiefs, especially I'm feeling confident about that a little bit more now considering the Bills just got smacked around last night by the Titans. So they are coming off of a tough loss. Uh, The Bengals and the Colts, Jackson and I both went with the Colts. The Bengals are decent, but not that decent. Uh, Falcons and Vikings, we both took the Vikings because yet again, it's impossible to bet on the Falcons. Lions, Jaguars, we both took the Lions. The Jaguars are in trouble. Their head coach is currently the number one um, in terms of, like, most likely to be fired next. The Jaguars head coach, I think his last name is Maroney, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Doug Marone. Yeah. Him or, him or uh, Gaze Adam Gaze. in New York. Yeah. Uh, but he's on the hot seat. We both took the Lions. Ravens and Eagles, we both took the Ravens. That one's pretty um, obvious. Texans, Titans, we both took the Titans. They are coming off of a huge win in their first game in a long time. Washington football team versus the New York Giants. That game's going to stink, but we both did go with the Giants. Broncos, Patriots, we both took the Patriots, especially now that the Broncos may or may not have uh, Melvin Gordon, who just got a DUI, I believe, last night. Might have been the night before, and I just might have got the news a little bit later, but I, don't, I didn't read the article. Um. 
Packers Buccaneers. We both took the hot Packers against the not so hot Buccaneers. Rams 49ers. As much as, as much as it pains me to pick the Rams, the 49ers are dog poop right now. Keeping a PG. The, the 49ers stink. There is no getting around that. Cardinals Cowboys. This game is going to be really good. I think this is a tight matchup. Both of these teams have their pluses and minuses. They're a little bit inconsistent this year. Uh, but we did both go with the Cardinals as the Cowboys will be playing with Andy Dalton, who proved that he's not completely washed up. But no, I don't know how much faith probably, I have over a whole game. He's probably the best backup in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, if he once he gets settled in, I think he could be a he could be a top tier, not top tier, like middle tier quarterback in the backup. NFL. No, because if you like I don't know that he ever had uh like the offense around him that he does right. in Dallas. Well, he took Cincinnati. the he took the Bengals in five straight postseasons. I know. He's I heard that, like on, that. The, on the the little broadcast there. Yeah. Um. In the last game, Jets and Dolphins. Last week, game I would have said that this of game of the week. Well, last week I would have said that this <laughs> game is going to be horrible, but the Dolphins are shaping up to be not as bad as as we it's all. It's going to be horrible. Be. They're going to blow out the Jets. That's true. The Jets stink. The Dolphins are hot. Dolphins are going to win that one. So, oh, Jake, let me ask you a question here before we move on. Okay. Jets just released Le'Veon Bell. Where do you think he's going? The Chicago Bears. I've already talked about this with really? a couple other people. My number one guess is the Chicago Bears. Tariq Cohen went down this season with a torn ACL, even though he was kind of fading off. Uh, he's not that superstar running back that he was for, I believe, one year. He had a breakout year. And then David Montgomery yeah. is there, but he's not there. Okay, but David Montgomery's on my fantasy team, and I'm going to defend him real quick. Okay. Because he's played against some some good run defenses in uh, Tampa Bay, they have a really good run defense, and the week before that, Indianapolis, top run defense. So you can't expect him to go off against those two. I'm just I'm just saying. I think that you're right. He might go to the the uh, the Bears. I also think uh, a re reunite reunite reunition. How do you say that? Uh, it's it's a different a re- word. Um, reunion. Yeah, <laughs> a reunion. Yes, a we reunion. High quality vocabulary with Pittsburgh on this podcast. A reunion with Pittsburgh. I don't know. Really Tony Snell and is... I could see him going to New England. I'm just saying. I did hear New England get thrown around a little bit. Um, Interesting thoughts. Yeah, I talked about this with one of my buddies not too long ago, and my instant thought was the Bears. I thought that they were in the biggest need for a running back. Um, Maybe, uh, no, I, I wouldn't say Buffalo because Devin Singletary isn't necessarily needing to be replaced. Um, but anyways, very good. Very, very high. Anytime there's a high priority player on the market, it's always exciting. So very exciting to see where he's going to end up. But that leaves us with two games to talk about uh, for this week. Do you have a preference of which game we start with? You want to get the uh, the crappy one out of the way? The bad one out of the way. The Carolina Panthers and the Chicago Bears. Should we play rock, paper, scissors for who goes first? Yeah, because I really don't want to. So whoever wins, the other one has to go first. Okay. Two out of three on shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. You win. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. You win. Yeah. So Jake's going <clears throat> first. I'm going to go first. Uh, Carolina Panthers and Chicago Bears. Neither of these teams are really good. But the Panthers are hot, and the Bears 
are confused. They don't know if Nick Foles is good all the time or if he's just going to be good some of the time. They started the year playing three teams, two of which of those teams are still 0-5. So they didn't exactly have a very tough start to the year. Then they played a real defense in the Indianapolis Colts. Nick Foles crapped his pants, ended up with a passer rating of 76.4. Not horrible, but not where I think a lot of people expect Nick Foles to be at, considering his reputation in the NFL. David Montgomery grabbed a solid 27 yards on 10 carries. Uh, my quick math tells me that's 2.7 yards a carry, which is not great. Uh, and the team only scored 11 points overall. The Panthers, on the other hand, are starting to find their stride a little bit. They started the season off 0-2. Started week one, they played a Raider team that proved last week they're not a bunch of chumps. Okay, as much as that game was yet frustrating yet to watch. a lucky win. Okay, okay. You're going to use my Raiders win over the Chiefs as, as leverage over me. All right, I see how it is. It was a close game. 30-34 to 34 was the final score of that game. So it was a close yeah. one. Uh, scored a lot of that points, was close. but they did lose The Raiders game. and Chiefs game. Raiders and Chiefs game wasn't close. All right, that's the last thing I say about the Raiders Chiefs. <laughs> the Chiefs were in a position to actually send that game to OT, but they messed it up. Anyways, hey. uh, then they got burnt by a healthy Leonard Fournette the following week. And I would say, oh, well, the, the Bears beat the Buccaneers last week, but the Panthers lost them. Yeah, well, the Panthers had to play the Buccaneers with one of the best running backs in football, Leonard Fournette, who ended up scoring two touchdowns on them. The Bears got to play the Buccaneers without Leonard Fournette, who Ronald Jones has surprised a lot of people this season, but Ronald Jones isn't Leonard Fournette. Uh, they've now won three straight games without the best running back in football in Christian McCaffrey. Teddy Bridgewater's been playing better. He's completed 73% of his passes, and he's averaging over 300 yards a game. Mike Davis has stepped up a little bit. Obviously, he's not Christian McCaffrey, but he's filling the role as, as well as he can. And Robbie Anderson is gelling well with the new team. He's got 489 total yards, and he's averaging almost 100 a game. Like I said at first, neither of these teams are Super Bowl contenders. But let's be real. The Panthers are definitely the better team right now, and I definitely think that they will prove that on Sunday. Jackson, what do you got for me? So I'm going to start off with this. You saying how, how much better Leonard Fournette is than Ronald Jones. There's a point two different differential in like their yards per carry. This season? Leonard Fournette is 5.1 yards per carry. Ronald Jones is 4.9. So don't even hit me with any of that. That's, that's this season. Yeah, this Look at season. what Leonard Fournette has done, did with the Jaguars, a team that was not great. He was the most dominant running back in football. Okay. Ronald Jones is not that bad that you have to say, oh, that's the only reason that they beat the – Well, I'm, I'm the, not saying that he's the sole reason, but it definitely helped. All right. Well, you said it yourself earlier. I think it was a couple episodes back. You know, Nick Foles, he just, he just loves to just prove those doubters wrong. Bears coming in here as underdogs against a 3-2 and two team as they're 4-1, which neither team is really good. Uh, I, will, I will agree with that. Yet they're four and one and three and two, so that's really interesting to think about. Uh, I mean, I really don't have much for this. I think the Bears' defense is the key to them winning. They're like their offense is just—it's so hit or miss. Mm -hmm. They've got a lot of interceptions that they've thrown. The Bears have. I don't—I didn't look to see how many of those were Mitch and how many were Foles, but uh, I think Foles has—it's at the least two, at the most three this season i don't think he had any in his comeback win and then he had one each in the next two games okay um i mean all i got is the bears 
they only allow 20 points per game. I mean, yeah, they've played Detroit and the Giants and Atlanta and Indianapolis and the Leonard Fournette-less Buccaneers who are apparently so bad that they rely on Leonard Fournette to just win a game. Don't see that. but They did when they played the Panthers. I think that maybe you would put a little bit of like props on the Bears defense for like not not I think so... the Bears defense won them the game against Tampa Bay. For, for sure. sure, that's what I'm saying. They if they can play well, then they can win. I mean, I don't think I don't think that the Panthers and the Bucks have like a an even like offensive you know. Whatever, yeah. I, I kind of see what you're saying. Yeah. Even though the Bucks like are missing people, they're missing Chris Godwin, they're missing OJ Howard, Leonard Fournette. I, I wish Chris Godwin think... would, would come back for the sake of the fantasy team. <laughs> I, I just I don't think that their their offense is still as good as as a um a Panthers offense that is without Christian McCaffrey still. Even with Christian McCaffrey, they lost both of the games that they had him for. Yeah. Really didn't think about that, did you? Hey, they found just, they found I'm a saying, way to get it done without him. Which yeah, is Teddy Bridgewater stepping up, but yes. Bears going to win this one. All right, that one's going to be close. I definitely feel that one's going to be close. There's a lot of close matchups um, this week. And our next one, our next one's going to be a good one. A divisional rivalry for the ages. The Browns and the Steelers. Two teams that have had interesting seasons. Uh, the Steelers having an interesting season because – even though they didn't have any COVID on their team, they've had to miss time because teams they played against uh, had COVID. They played against the Tennessee Titans, or they were supposed to play against the Tennessee Titans uh, who had their mass- massive COVID outbreak. So their season has been interesting. The Brown season has been interesting because they're winning games, which is not something that I think anyone expected. Um, but they are. And yeah, I started for the last one. If you'd like to start for this one, that would be okay with me. Jake, this one's going to be a close one, like you said. Mm-hmm. It's, going to be, it's going to be close, all right? AFC North if rivalry you, games are unmatched. But if you really dig down deep I'm into the stats. I got my big shovel out. You will see. You, I mean, you're going to need like a, a friggin' – I got a bulldozer. I'm, yeah, you're going to need a bulldozer. You're going to need a dump truck to put all that, all that stuff that we're digging up on. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff, man. It's a ton of stuff up there. I I'm trying to figure out where to start because my my notes sheet is so like messy. <laughs> We're um, digging. I'm still digging. You got time. So let me let me let me just start by saying this. The Browns, yes, they do have the most rushing yards per game mm-hmm. with 188.4, which is whew, like really, really high. Yeah. Kind of unheard of. A lot of yards. Now, the Steelers have allowed the second fewest rushing yards per game. And I know, I know, last week I said the Colts had this, the fourth, I think it was, fewest. Now, they kind of slowed down. I think they, they were like 100-something yards for the Browns, not like their, their average. Right. They kind of slowed them down, but they, they still got it done. They were also down a running back, which they are still. Right. But I would say that the Steelers are even – better when it comes to rush defense than the Colts obviously ranked two spots higher than them at second with only 64 yards per game allowed 
and you can't tell me, like you did last week, that they have played bad running backs. They played a healthy Saquon Barkley week one. Healthy mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. They played Melvin Gordon, who has a drinking problem. <laughs> they played David Johnson, who is not the best, but Second he way. has been good at times. He's not as bad as some of the running backs that you claimed that were bumping the Colts stats up last week. And they got and then Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders last week. Who went off last week, yes. <laughs> so if you if you really look at that. 64 yards a game they have allowed against these four running backs. And then they're going up the, against the, uh, you know, one thing the top that I, rushing team. You know one thing that I noticed about that, though? Is that the stat that that shows is rushing yards per game, but every one of the running backs you just named catches passes out of the backfield, which is what you don't see. Okay. okay. Um, so let, me, let me get you to this. Okay. No, did you want to say something? No, you can, you can finish. I got, I got a decent amount of stuff. You can finish. Let me, let me take you to this. All right. Now, you're going to have to bear with me here because I'm going to find it on my Bearing. little chart here that, I'm, I'm that st- I drew myself. I'm still digging. Oh, no. We're, we're not done digging. We've, we're just like, this is I've, the. I've been digging. <laughs> we're just picking up that residual stuff right now. Okay. Just that top layer stuff. That's right? a good word. That was a 25 cent word right there. Hey, me, me and Alex used to say residual like about 80 times per week when we were working this summer, doing a lot of digging. Anyways, if you look at the, um, the rankings for the offensive passing yards per game, the Browns are 29th. 29th out of 32 that's yeah it's far back i'm just now now that doesn't necessarily like make your statement about like the the catching passes out of the backfield or whatever yeah i mean the steelers they are middle of the pack when it comes to passing yards per game 15th i'll just mention this browns are 30th not great Mm -hmm. i don't know I just, I just think that the Steelers. But the Browns have three quarterbacks. They have Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, and Odell Beckham Jr., who have all proven this season they can throw the ball. And they still have the thirtieth most. That's passing yards allowed, I believe. Passing yards allowed. They have the, they have the twenty ninth. Sorry, sorry. One, I was one spot off. They have the twenty ninth passing yards, like, per game. Still. Are right, you ready to get cooked or what? I'm throwing out a lot of stats here, and it's really <laughs> confusing. I'm confused myself. You ready to get cooked or what? Go ahead. This Steelers team is less impressive than everyone's giving them credit for. They're undefeated, yes, but the St. Mary's high school football team could be 500 on the schedule that they've been dealt this year. <laughs> Giants, Broncos, Texans, Eagles. Half of the teams they played have been in the NFC East. It literally does not get any easier than that unless they played all the teams in the NFC East. They allowed the Eagles to score 29 points last week. Tell me how the top defense in the league, quote, top defense in the league, allows the Eagles to score 29 points. They struggled bad against Miles Sanders, first of all. He only had touched the ball 11 times. He racked up 80 yards and two scores. What do you think Kareem Hunt is going to do to him? They also only had to guard one receiver in Travis Fulgham, who racked up 152 yards and a touchdown on 10 receptions. No one else did anything tremendous in the pass game at all. The Steelers team is undefeated, but they have yet to actually play a real team 
until now because the Browns are cooking. Their defense leads the NFL in takeaways with 12 through five games, almost two and a half takeaways per game. They've only turned the ball over six times, which means they have double the amount of turnovers forces they have given up. And in football, whoever wins the turnover battle usually wins the game. And even though they had to deal with the toughest defense in the NFL week one with the Ravens and the second toughest defense in the NFL week five in the Colts, they still average more points per game than the Steelers, who the Steelers have only played one team that has a defense ranked in the top 20, and that's the Giants at number 19. All the other ones are 21 or worse. This Cleveland Browns team is going to roll through the Steelers. There's not a doubt in my mind. End of story. Okay, so I want to just I want to just take a second here and say that you said like that they still have the most points per game, even with playing two top defenses in Baltimore. More points and per game than the Steelers. Okay, more points per game than the Steelers. That's fine. Yeah, they scored six against Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They scored. If you really think about it, they scored 23 points against Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and then Phillip Rivers is completely trash, and he threw a terrible pick six and somehow threw the ball away in the end zone, which – But I they mean, won by two scores. No, I know, but that's because the Indianapolis offense is literally terrible. Or is the Cleveland Browns defense. And if you look at it, they padded their points per game – in weeks two through four, because they played Cincinnati, Washington, and Dallas. Those defenses are not anything to, like, you know, right. brag about. They're terrible. But they've shown what they can do against an explosive offense, which the Steelers, frankly, looking at strictly stats, I feel like the Steelers' offense is actually more impressive than their defense. And everyone, I mean, they have a, a top-rated defense. I feel like their offense is a stronger point than their defense is. But, I mean, the Browns have played one of the highest firepower offenses in the NFL in the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, their defense sucks. It's the worst in the NFL, but their offense is up there. Yeah, and they allowed like 30-something points. But they also dropped 49 on them. Yeah, because they played against the literal 32nd team in the league. What did you say? What did you say that Cleveland was ranked? Well, I actually know Cleveland's now ranked 14th in the NFL defense. For what? Defense. Oh, for defense, I don't know. I mean, their defensive yards per game allowed 21st. Passing yards per game allowed 30th. Rushing after, yards, they're pretty good, actually, fourth. After the last points per game, 25th. After last uh, week, the Steelers got taken. They were the number two defense in the NFL, which I found astonishing. Uh, and they got brought down to fourth, but that's power rankings, and that really doesn't matter at all because power rankings, yeah. I think, are made up anyway. So, um, But either way... Oh, another another thing I want to point out. I don't know if this has a correlation, but Baker threw two picks in the last game mm-hmm. against the Colts. Yeah. And that was against a good rush defense. I don't know. That that just might have have like a little correlation there because he They're had to throw the ball defense. a little bit more. It's seven interceptions I know. through three games. I know, but I'm just saying, is it partially because they couldn't like rush as much? I'm just saying it could be it could it could totally not be it could just be because they have a good pass defense but yeah Miles Garrett is also leading a a very hefty defensive line in Cleveland and Big Ben is as we all know not the most athletic doesn't have the greatest ability to scramble but he is harder to get down because he's fat so and also 
if Miles Sanders tries to hit Big Ben in the head with a helmet, yeah, Miles Garrett, I think that Big Ben might literally kill Miles Garrett. He won't just like back away like Miles pull out Rudolph, whatever. Pull out his his nine. Whoa, Jamal, calm down. Don't pull out the nine. He will pull out his nine and he will shoot him right there on the field. He might. Terrible tragedy. Just like that game is going to be because the Browns are going to wipe the floor with the Steelers. No. I think everyone is over, over, not overestimating. Hyping? Over hyping the Steelers team this year. I'm sorry. I know there's a, a couple people listening to this that are big Steelers fans. I'm sorry. I just haven't seen enough. I haven't seen Who enough. We got the Steelers fans. Um, I don't know for sure if she listens, but my mom's teacher friend Holly is a diehard Steelers fan. She goes to games every year. Yes. Um, and then my buddy Sam down the hall, who I was talking about, I told you I was talking about him with the Le'Veon Bell movement. He is also a diehard Steelers fan as well. Um, and he just said yeah. to the show last week. Hey, I've got you guys. I'm represented for Steeler Nation. I'm not a Steelers <laughs> fan. I don't care at all about them, but they are going to beat I'm the Browns this week. They are going to beat the Browns. Yet I just haven't seen Kareem enough. Hunt is going to lead my fantasy team to a victory. It's going to be the best of both worlds, just like it was with Patrick Mahomes and the Raiders. Pat led my, led my team on to a victory, and yet the Raiders still killed him in that game. I'm, I'm should, we do, I'm should we do a little fantasy update? And see, Jake, let's uh, do a little fantasy update. Because in your league, let's just give everybody let's – just, let's just drop it right now. In, I'm 5-0 and, oh and in first place, so let's go. Okay, in my league, I'm not performing all that great right now because in my league, I have the injury-stricken team. Okay, and next week is going to be tough. Um, Let's just say I currently have Julio Jones, who has not played the last three weeks. I have Corey Davis, who is not playing for a while. Christian McCaffrey is on the IR, who's now eligible to come off, but um, is not going to come off this week, unfortunately. I had Tariq Cohen, who tore his ACL. I had um, Austin Eckler, but I dropped him after he got injured because he wasn't even actually producing that much, but he did get hurt worth noting on my other team. Who else have we had? That's been hurt. Oh no. I have all Snackler on my other team. Not that team. He's still on my team. And then I have Chris Godwin who has been hurt for a while as well, but we can talk about my league just to keep it the same. Jackson Straight. is five and zero oh right now. He's leading the league. Yes, I am. Is anybody else five and zero? Oh? No. Am no. I winning? Yes. Am, Am I, I three and two? Yes. yes. Do I have the best name in the league? Yes. My team. You name definitely is, don't. My team name is the Gateway Glizzies, and my logo is a hot dog. It does not get any better than that. Jackson. Okay. Jackson's team name. Only few would understand why it's funny, which is kind of why it's funny. But <laughs> Jackson's team <laughs> name is Call Me Zaddy. Um, I, I took it. I took it from a multiple from multiple things. I really did some brainstorming here. Um, I got part of it from there's this podcast that I don't even listen to. Yeah, called, Barstool Podcast. Call, call, call her, her daddy. Call her daddy. Yeah. So I took a little bit of that, and then I don't even know where the Zeddy thing came from, but that's just been an inside joke with me and Jake. And I put them together, and it came out with a beautiful name. And beautiful Taren, team. Taren, if you're listening to this, Jackson just excluded you. Keep that in mind. Well, I didn't. I didn't think she'd want to be in on the this little thing. Oh, she wants to. Taryn is also right. in on the Zaddy gang. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I took a big L this week. Um, I took a big dub this week. 
as I did every single week because I'm five and zero. Drew Brees managed throw that to out get, there again. Drew Brees got a a, a season high twenty two point one points. Um, Traquan Smith, the one week that I pick him up, decides to not get any targets, and he had point eight points. Even though Michael Thomas was out, I was super hype. I was like, sweet, Michael Thomas is out. Jared Cook just came back, so he's probably not going to be as active in the game. Perfect. Traquan nope. Smith is going to get all of the targets. Got none of them. Emmanuel Sanders and Jared Cook ruled that game. Yeah. Sucks so. for you. Um, I think that's all we got. Um, we do not have much more. No, just two games this week. Short and sweet. Roll there's gonna be a, I feel like there's going to be a week whenever we have like – Five, four or five games. I'm just we've waiting had on it. Some when we had none. And well, we had, we the most we've had is did three. We, we had one. We had the one most, when we had none. Yeah, and the most we three. had was three. So I think if we got like a five or six games, that would be that'd be an so hour funny. long. We episode. do no, 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 no. We'd have to make her like a little rule change for that. We'd have to be like, you get like ten yeah, seconds get, to say why you presidential you, debate. You get two minutes. Jackson, except I'm definitely talking over my thing for like i'd be like minutes. the i'd be the moderator thank you mr jackson thank you mr jack thank you jackson thank thank wait, you wait thank wait, you. wait jake jake wait <laughs> i think you have a file shut up <laughs> we're on um, zoom here and jake has a fly on his hair so crazy that was a highlight of the debate all right guys um Thanks for listening. Uh, week six, going to be a good one. A lot of close games out there. Not as many games. we got four teams on a bye week this week. Uh, but we thank you for listening. Jackson, would you like to do the social media shout and close us down? Yeah, so go ahead and follow Jake at Fazy's Take, F-E-S-I-S-T-A-K-E, <laughs> for all of you that don't know how to spell. We, we feel for our illiterate listeners. We do. We are and for our Steelers fans. Yeah. Go Steelers this weekend only. Uh, so follow Jake at Fazy's Take on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Follow me at Jackson Graves underscore on Instagram. And guys, that's all we got for you. So this has been Who You Got with Jake and Jackson. <laughs>